Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, hello, moms, dads, parents, and guardians. Today, I have as my special guest host, Don Barclay, and she's the author of Traveling Different Vacation Strategies for Parents of the Anxious, the Inflexible, and the Neurodiverse, and it will be on bookshelves in August of this year. And she says it's basically the travel Bible for those on the autism spectrum, as well as those with mood attention disorders. Anyone who has a child with such issues or knows someone who does will benefit from the advice contained within her book. She also provides tips for special needs children that can soothe the hiccups of any family's travels. So without further ado, here's Don Barclay. Don, welcome to my podcast. Well, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate you because you're coming to be talking to the top topic about something that's very, very close to my heart because I have a son that's on the autism spectrum, and I'm here to tell you I don't know everything, and I know that there are parents out there who uh, have the challenge of having an autistic child, and I think having you here today is going to help them, uh, it's going to provide some direction for them and let them know that this is something that they can handle. Because Don, I believe that when God gives you a child, he gives you the ability to be able to take care of that child. But sometimes you you have to go out and get some resources. You have to reach out for help. And let me tell you, parents, help is on the way. So Don, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks so much for asking. Uh, I have been in the travel writing, or I've had a travel writing career for over 30 years. I've written for various travel magazines, and I am the mother of two children that I would say are anxious and inflexible. I don't like to talk about anything more about them because they are adults now, and that's their business, what they disclose or don't disclose. Uh, When I wanted and needed this book back in 2008, it did not exist. So that is one of the reasons I wrote it. And uh, the book is the culmination of hundreds of interviews with parents, with mental health professionals, with organizations, and with uh, a group of people called Certified Autism Travel Professionals, or CATPs, who have been trained to help people on the spectrum plan their vacations. So I was very fortunate to have all these people available to help. Wow. 
Say that one more time, because before you mentioned that, and like I said, I, I don't know everything just because you have a child on the spectrum does not mean that you know everything. You have the specialist that can come alongside of you as a parent and help you put together a vacation that not only the family can enjoy, but that autistic child can enjoy also. Yes. As a matter of fact, there is an organization called IBCCES, which stands for the International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards. They created several programs uh, for certifying people with uh, that deal with autism. One of them is the Certified Autism Center Program, which trains uh, hotels and uh, different theme parks and venues and museums and anything you can think of involved in the tourism industry and how to help those on the spectrum and trains them with what they need in terms of, say, low lighting or less crowded areas or places where children can decompress. I mean, it's a very long training program and it involves continuing education on a yearly basis. They also created the Certified Autism Travel Professional Program, CATP. And in the book, I quote a lot of, of these wonderful people, but I also list their bios at the end and how to find them as well as other people uh, that can help. And uh, this is a training program with, again, continuing education. Many of the CATPs have children on the spectrum or children with special needs. So they were able to talk mm -hmm. to me about not only their clients' experiences, but their own personal experiences as well operating within their passions. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, you know, one of the things you said uh, when I read a little bit about you is that a child's passions uh, most definitely play into what's itinerary planning when you go on vacation. And so much so that you, you even have professionals that could come along and, 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 and help you it help you uh, down the line on on um, setting up that itinerary so that you know your your child can enjoy the vacation and, and you can enjoy the vacation as as well. Well, speaking of a tra of travel being child centric, that is what I suggest throughout the book. And at the I believe it's chapter seventeen or eighteen. I think it's seventeen. There is a very long chapter about. All the, well, as many of the passions that I could think of, of course, I couldn't cover in all of them because there were so many. But as you know, children on the spectrum often have an obsession or a, a definite prescribed interest that they can, you know, talk about and think about up to 16 hours a day. And I took those passions and I broke them up by state and by city and talked about all the museums and venues that might feed into them. So if you're say you're going on a business trip to Cleveland, there might be a special interest uh, uh, museum there that your child would enjoy as well. And when you build a vacation around the child's interests, you know, they're on board. Well, you know, this gets me thinking when, um, uh... Because sometimes when you're on the spectrum, you, you don't like being around a lot of people. You you still have that need to be around others because you could have they they have that feeling of loneliness, but at the same time, it can be overwhelming being around a, a lot of people. So it's like a catch twenty two for them. So what about the preteen or teen that uh, you're wanting to get them out? You know, 
do anything so that they get out of the house. Could you take this vacation planning part right here and, and have activities in and around them that they could engage in? Absolutely. Um, I talk about travel in the book in different modes of transportation, as well as um, different aspects. So there's a chapter on camping. There's a chapter on restaurant dining. That's usually for younger children. But there is information on uh, travel for older children, including special camps where they may want to travel without you after a certain age. Uh, That's usually after they're 18. Uh, but there are definitely, there's information about cruising, there's information about camping, uh, there's information about sports that might be therapeutic for those on the spectrum, including adaptive skiing, scuba diving, and golfing. So all of those activities would be of interest to an older child. Wow. Uh, you, you even got me thinking about <laughs> about my oldest son, that that. That is also because they they need to have those outlets where they can get out there, where they can do things and and they can learn who they are and and have friends. Yeah. And after 18, a lot of the kids want to separate, have some independence from their parents. And that's where I list, um, I believe I have an interview with Frontier Travel uh, which is a uh, a traveling camp, but I have several others listed, and they take the kids all over the world. And you're with other high, usually it's high functioning autistic kids, but they really get to know them. And because there's such a high repeat factor, they end up being able to um, design the trips around those particular children's interests. Uh, some of them love theme parks. Some of them love. Uh, national parks, but what none of them like are uh, the 4th of July fireworks. That's what they said. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. We found that they, no matter who the kid was, they did not want to deal with that. So Nothing, but, nothing yeah. loud going boom, boom, yeah. thing like that. Yeah. yeah. But surprisingly, so many of the kids love theme parks and that's a, a big surprise to me because I didn't even like theme parks. You know, it's too much going on, but the kids really enjoy it. The one tip that I thought was really interesting was one um, one expert said, even if you go at night, bring uh, sunglasses to sort of shade the light from the flashing of the, of the uh, rides and also always bring noise canceling headphones no matter where you go. There is a go-to bag that is um, listed almost in every chapter because I figure people are going to pretty much skip around and they're not going to read cover to cover. But if they're going on a train trip, they're going to read the train area. If they're going to go on a car trip, they're going to read the car chapter. Same thing with cruises. So in every chapter, I list what you should put in your go-to bag. And it's always things like electronics, things to keep busy, sensory items, uh, different favorite foods, goes on and on. Well, I, I I love that. It, it does, I, I'm going to ask the favor of you. You you mentioned a couple of uh, organizations and things like that. I'd like to get some links from you that we could put in the podcast description so the parents can can uh, go to those. And I also uh, any service or or where they can find out more about you, uh, as author or everything. So. Give- That's my favorite topic. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at travelingdifferent.com. And that's one L in traveling. 
Um, that will also contain a blog that will update the book because I'm a total lunatic when it comes to research and it killed me that things will keep happening and changing after the book goes to press. <laughs> so this is the way that you keep updated is to look at the blog. And uh, I'm also at traveling, traveling diff at uh, Twitter, D-I-F-F. And uh, same thing on Facebook is travelingdifferent.com on Facebook. Well, Don, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure in the podcast description, the parents, as I preach, check out that podcast description because we have links that we put there just for you. So these organizations, we're going to have links. We're going to have links to Don's blog so that you can keep up and know when her book comes out. When it's hot off the presses. It's available uh, for pre-order now, just so if anybody wants to make sure they don't miss it, they can pre-order it today. There you go. You can pre-order it and have that there because parents, when you have a resource like this, I wish when my son was growing up that there was a resource out there like this. There were very few resources. This is something that if you have a child on the spectrum or you know of somebody that has a child on the spectrum, you could get this book as a gift and add value to your friend and value to your family member and help them out. And it's something that's going to give to them for years to come. So make sure you do that. We'll have links to the blog. We'll have links to her website and these different organizations. Now, that's the end of this particular podcast. But I want to let you know that we will have Don back for a second part. So until next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.